The group lowered their weapons slowly. Doctor, the man in the overalls, stepped forward. The doctor held up a hand. Uh, I'm sorry, do I know you? He scoured the disparate group, his smooth face and pale skin a sharp contrast to the rugged features that confronted him. Vin raised an eyebrow and glanced to the soldier at his right. The railroad man looked bemused. I hope this is a joke, doctor. It's me, Hilario. You asked me to come. I did? The doctor scratched his cheek, then resolved himself. Well, if it did, it did. Pleased to meet you all. He grabbed Hilario's limp hand with both of his and pumped it warmly, striding over to offer the same courtesy to the rest of the band. All the while, his eyes darted around, searching for some clues as to the nature of this peculiar welcome party. He spotted the stripes on the soldier's tattered uniform, or rather, a lack of them. Ah, private. He flapped his hand about in the hope that it would convey the idea of a name being on the tip of his tongue. Bernardo, sir, the private stepped forward. Though I ain't no private anymore. I told you that in the saloon about three weeks back. There was a pause as the doctor absorbed the information. And that's a local saloon? He queried at last. Bernardo laughed. No, sir. It weren't in any. It's a good two days' travel on the stage. He fumbled with his cap for a second. I can't afford no horse, you see. So you didn't all come together? No, doctor, none of us have seen each other before in our lives. Vin slowly plucked the unlit cigar he'd been chewing from his mouth and carried on. None of us have seen each other before, and none of us ever would have if you hadn't called us here. His tone sharpened. Now, I didn't come here for meet and greet. I came here because you offered us a job. The outlaw shoved his face into the doctor's, the only man with his gun still drawn. The doctor felt cold metal pushing at his ribcage. A job, he continued, with a rather large reward, as I recall. And I think I recall right as I wouldn't have tricked halfway across Texas to be here if there weren't something. He rolled the word around his tongue, substantial in it for me. I see, said the doctor, somewhat at a loss for words. He tugged his collar. So what reward have we offered them? A girl's voice emerged from the interior of the TARDIS, followed shortly after by its owner, Amy Pond. The doctor turned as if to reply, but stopped short at the sight of her. Man, if she ain't as beautiful as the first day I laid eyes on her, Hilario murmured. Dressed in a white blouse and sky-blue silk skirt, all ruffles and gatherings, her fiery hair loosely braided over one shoulder, Amy would have blended perfectly with the ladies of class at a nineteenth-century garden party. But sadly, her present company was rather less dignified. I'm sorry I was getting changed, she smiled broadly, thought I'd make an effort. She stepped across to join the doctor. So, she repeated, stumbling slightly, as the heel of her shoe lodged in between the roughly hewn planks of the platform. What reward? Bernardo pulled his cap back on and gave Vin a look of admonishment. Well, I ain't the type to be so quick to talk about business, especially as being in the company of a young lady such as yourself is reward enough for the likes of me. Save it, Amy snapped. But both you and the doctor did promise myself, and I presume my fellow recruits here, a modest plot of farmland in return for our troubles. By which I mean the trouble of aiding in the transport of your, uh, goods. He finished.